This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I understand what my grandfather experienced with his toupees because I, too, am facing spending too much money on a rug. <laughs> he had really, his toupees were ridiculous. Shut up. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and Al Borland is my spirit flannel. Hey, hey. there it is. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker. Want to feel rich? Change your Brita filter. Ooh. Ooh la la. Tess hack. Mm-hmm. And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies to lady, ladies to lady. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> I was frozen in ember. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We have as many, we've been doing this 10 years, which means we have as many episodes as there are Jurassic Park movies now. Wow. Did you guys know that there's 400? I did. Yeah. There, there are many more better episodes of Lady to Lady than there are Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, too. there are. I'm so proud of us. It. I used to Our love... batting average is much better. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the dinosaur movies have really jumped the shark for me. Hey, they have they, though. They have. They, yeah, no, they just, really have. There's only all these movies that they keep rebooting. Like, I get it. I like a little reference to an old, but you need to stop. You need mm-hmm. to. Yeah. But I don't know. Then one comes out that's really good, and then I forget everything. I think I'm like but. pretty anti the Chris Pratt ones. I don't. I do not like them. I wish there were more yeah. like actual spe- actual effects versus the digital stuff. There's just yes. I I'm such a fan of real effects versus CGI. Yes. Yeah. the course. spirit of the yeah. first one isn't in it anymore. No, you know. Also, do you see the debate going around about um if uh, what's it, the two people were dating in the first one whose names I can't remember? Oh, Dr. Well, Grant and Elsa. Yeah, yeah. were they da- were they dating? Oh yeah, was- there's they were fucking. Yeah. They were fucking. They were <laughs> yeah, certainly yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they'd have the conversation. But they were together. Okay, okay. I he think was, yeah, he's, he's got fuckboy professor professor vibe. Yeah, <laughs> the whole yeah. Remember the water drop scene? Very erotic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, <laughs> but then Doctor Grant was like possessive over Ellie. He was just like, mm, "That's my girl." And I think like they'd hooked up, but then they hadn't like oh wait tried to talk about Are it. You're saying this with a claw in your hand. I actually do have I do have a bear claw that I play with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I messed up. Dr. Wait, are you Grant, thinking? I was thinking of Jeff Goldblum and Ellie. Oh, they were Dr. Sure Ian, D- Dr. Ian Malcolm. No, oh, I think yeah. he's, no. Just, he's just he's flirting. just flirting. He's just flirting. I don't think they ever hook up. Well, no, it doesn't happen on camera. Well, no, we know that. Yeah. She only has she only has <laughs> eyes for Dr. Grant. All right, I don't know. Anyway, it's it let us know in the chat, everybody. Um, uh, <laughs> just so you know, oh yeah, we are um, monthly Zoom shows. We are taking a break in July, so we won't have one in July, but we will be back on August seventh through the rest of the year on the first Sunday of every month 
And Absolutely. they'll it'll be fun because we'll be getting into the themed sections, you know, uh, Halloween, etc. After mm-hmm. in the next one, so I, yes. it's really weird to say Halloween right now because it's May what, yeah. as I'm saying these words. But yeah, yeah, but you like it. Um, this Friday, actually June seventeenth, this episode drops. I am doing a show up in Fresno, California. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be anywhere nearby, come to hang out with me in Fresno. It's gonna be real fun. Go to all my socials for all the shit. Nice, but yeah. Just uh, grind, grinding in these streets. Grinding in Fresno. Is that a grinding Fresno in Fresno grind. noise? <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's about Fresno. The Whole Foods, nicer than you think it's going to be. Oh, I'd believe oh, that. Yeah, because no one's going to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pristine. The Whole Foods, uh, I mean, what? what is up with the salad bar? Just how are we sustaining the salad bar? What do you mean? What's happening to the food? I haven't eaten at the Whole Foods salad bar in probably like a year. Well, the, yeah. but I'm just saying they replace. How is there so much of it, and what's oh. happening to it when it's not eaten? It I hate it. it oh yeah. Me out. Oh it's yeah. It's definitely being thrown away. It's for sure not. It's just like, the yeah. amounts. The waste of it freak is crazy. Me out. Yeah. yeah. I have you ever yeah. seen when they do like the inventory change? They keep the shit in like refrigerated buckets, and then they just when it's time they just switch out a new bucket of lentils or whatever. Mm. <laughs> it's all like That's in saran what- wrap. Yeah, it's such yeah. a weird vibe. But it's like I know we all need feel like we need everything to be full all the time, and it's the salad bar at Whole Foods give me gives me the creeps the most as far as you know what. Yeah. It's so funny. I hate buffets for this reason. Like I'm, I think they're this so germy and so gross. I fucking love the salad bar at Whole Foods, and I love the salad bar at Gelson's. Also, kind of gross. Oh. The Gelson's one is good. See, I'm not grossed out, but I'll eat a fucking salad bar all day buffet. I don't yeah. give a shit between China them. Buffet, but shout out. But the amounts, <laughs> just yeah, the the mound. I think of the mounds after or whatever. I just hope that there's like a big. I don't know. I want to imagine there's a big bear that they're just shoveling the food into like a chute, <laughs> delivering it to or something. <laughs> I want that to be real very bad. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's a series of coyotes and maybe rats. That okay, are okay, that's fair too. Though. That's fine. Just I hope eat it, please. I hope the rats are getting it, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's bring in our guest. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of rats, no, she's uh the maze. She's amazing. We love her more than rats. <laughs> oh my god. This is a great intro. Um, She is amazing. She's an incredible author. She's got multiple books, including It's Okay to Laugh, Crying is Cool Too, No Happy Endings, Hot Young Widows Club, and she's got a podcast called Terrible. Thanks for asking. Please enjoy our conversation with Nora McInerney. So let's go. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Hi, Nora. Hello. So to hang with you. Good day. I must say it is still morning. Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. morning. I feel like I had one of those mornings I've already done too much, and I just am going to go to bed right after this. Ah, what time does your morning start? What's going on? I went to bed early at like 9 p.m. Lovely. How? I had a 6 a.m. I was just exhausted. You know what it was? I had two afternoon beers, and I was so tired that I could not not recover from two beers in the (laughs) afternoon. That was it. I was out. That sounds kind of ideal. That sounds like a really nice day. I get that. I took like a 20 minute power nap at like 730. And then I was like, okay, you have a few more hours than you. (laughs) I I got this dumb fitness tracker ring and I don't believe in any of them. I don't think they're actually telling you anything at all that you couldn't just learn from your own body. I think they are just kind of bullshit. Like I, when I, when I open up an app and say like, how did I sleep instead of just waking up how do and being I feel? like, how do I feel? That's when I <laughs> yeah. know it's gone too far. Yes. And I'm just at, like letting somebody data harvest, which I'm fine with. 
But yeah. this app is telling me my ideal bedtime is 9 p.m. Like I should be asleep by 9 really? p.m. And guess what? I I agree. I do. I do agree. <laughs> I do agree. Have you ever in your life, you guys? I don't think I've ever in my life gone to bed at 9 p.m. I like once. I, I oh, I'm a chronic insomniac and have been since Same. I was like a little kid. Yeah. Uh, so I would, I would attempt to, and then I would just stay up and worry, yeah. but now I'm medicated. And so I can knock myself unconscious by 9 PM, but I just <laughs> choose to push it yeah. for literally no reason. We all do. We're yeah. all just like trying to eke out that little end of the day. Yeah. You know? What is it? I, I forget. I was reading something that was talking about this, but it's so funny how like you resist sleep so much at night and then in the morning, it's like you cling on to it like yes. it's a lover at a train station. <laughs> yeah. Because the night is when it's your time. Finally, all the responsibilities of the day have fallen away. Yeah. And then, yeah. but in the morning, you're staring at a to-do list. And by the end of the day, to-do list is either been discarded or checked but off. like even I don't know about you guys but like even no even if I'm doing something fun I still have that moment of like god damn it yeah what? oh of course, of course. <laughs> yeah 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 and at the end of the night too no one can ask me for anything mm-hmm. you know I'm underneath yeah. a weighted blanket already so if my mm-hmm. husband is like I'm like oh no sorry oh I'm, I'm just stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck. No, I can't You're grab the dog. Do I can't put the dog out. I can't do it. No. Oh uh. man! Speaking of um, uh, lovers clinging at a train station, this reminded me when we were we were all just in Mexico for a friend's wedding, and when we came back, I you got we weren't on the same flight back, but um, a, a few of us were, and in the Mexico airport in Cancun. There was this couple doing the most dramatic goodbye I've ever seen in my life. It was full out like 90 day fiance. I was like, are they on 90 day fiance? Like they were making, you know, we had to walk into the thing to go to security. They were in the middle of the security line making out like hardcore. And I was like, how old? They were, I think, like 30 okay. or something like okay. that. And so, like, I had to, like, get around them. And then, like, she walks. She releases her stuff and runs back to him <gasps> and kisses him again. And I'm like, stop. Like, I just was like, I can't he handle was this not right flying. now. He was not flying. He was she, not flying. She was uh, leaving. She was leaving. So and so they were doing this, like, intense goodbye. <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted to know the story so badly. He was just, like, watching her get through security all the way. Oh and I was God. so tired and just, getting like, still <laughs> fucking shitting my pants from food poisoning poisoning and like looking at a lot and I was just like stop I can't I can't watch this right now but I haven't really seen that in real life that much you know no. well an airport is like deeply unromantic so yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like a, it's really hard to get that love actually moment in real life oh my god I saw a, I saw an airport proposal Oh no. Yeah, when we moved <laughs> when we moved to Phoenix and we flew we flew to move because it yeah. was like May 2020. We oh, wow. had really thought the move would go differently. We thought it was like is it dangerous to hire movers? Like it, it, how dare I right. do that to another person? So we packed up the back yeah. of a semi with our children. Yeah. With our children. And then the the cab comes and picks up the back of the semi and drives it down and you're like and you get a window of when your stuff will arrive. So we flew yeah. with our children. It was like the walking dead, nobody in the airport, nobody on the airplanes, nobody even talking on the airplane. And we come down the escalator and there's a man in a suit and a mask holding flowers. And my kid is like, what's he, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? And he like gets, gets (laughs) a woman like on the, 
adjacent escalator is like screaming and crying. And my kids are like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, the world could be ending. I'm so glad. But re- did he have to do it here? I don't know. I, I, it, it, Phoenix is, I guess it's kind of cute it, if he couldn't wait. And it was yeah, so, I, that's what I, I think. I like that. I'm a sucker yeah. for I actually. OK, what do you guys think? Because I actually had an in-home proposal and it was beautiful. But I yeah. love when people get engaged in public. I love it. Yeah. As a person, I love it as the. I also have never been proposed to. Um, so <laughs> married twice, <laughs> married twice, never, never happened. As as a member of the public, I I love it. I I love mm-hmm. to see it. I love any sort of display of affection. If I were being mm-hmm. proposed to, I'd be so deeply embarrassed. I cannot even yeah. like walk to the bathroom in a restaurant without being like, where do I put my hands? Like, how do I? <laughs> Like yeah. everyone's gonna notice that I'm about to pee. Like I, I would, I would drop dead if somebody proposed to me publicly. I would, we would there would be no wedding because I would be dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I haven't seen that many of them. You haven't. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know what minute. my. I think I would be embarrassed secondhand, but yeah, I don't know. Oh no, it's. I don't know all the time. I've seen probably like five. I feel like at least. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, do wow, I, I thought did not everyone? Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually may, maybe how many that you knew were going two? to happen? Or were they all surprised? None. Ones? I'm talking. This okay. is all flash mob style. You're a like one bystander. Of you are a literal bystander. I was an extra <laughs> bystander. Yeah, and they've all been really cute because it's like it's like when you're in a restaurant and everyone starts singing happy birthday to someone, but that mm-hmm. song is so mm-hmm. awkward and weird and that's weird. But it's like if that was well executed. Yeah. And like, yeah. like yeah. everyone kind of raises a glass, like, cheers, guys. You know, and like, yeah. It's just yeah. Like, it's yeah. Cute. yeah. I like, yeah. from what I remember about this proposal, we were the only people who noticed or cared. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, everyone well, yeah. else was like racing outside because, like, inside yeah. the airport, the COVID is yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I was like, should we do something? Should there be like, a, I don't know, like, should we like get their Venmo yeah. and, and, and no. send them some money to go do something That's fun. So I don't funny. know. And uh, yeah, and there was no, there was no fuss. It was like a private, it felt like I was watching someone's private proposal. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did he hand her a mask that had a yes side and a no side and she should put on the side that is the answer? No, but it was, he did have a backpack. Like that was his only piece of luggage. So like, oh. so then I was like, was the suit in the backpack? Did he fly in the suit? Like Phoenix is not like an, a real international hub. So where was he coming from? So he from? was coming from the, so I thought he was waiting That's what for I thought someone, at first, but, but then arriving? all these context clues were there. Okay. So like, mm-hmm. there, you know, like he had a right. backpack, like he was, he was, he also seemed to be, you know, in, in like some sort of transition, maybe they were meeting here. I don't know. And now it will haunt mm-hmm. me forever. I will never know. Yeah. God, all of yeah. these people need to go on 90 day. Everybody, need everybody how. needs to be on 90 day fiance. And you <laughs> should know just... within 90 days, if you want to marry someone and you should be forced to and make a, last. you should make a, a legal last. commitment <laughs> to another mm-hmm. person. Bring the government yeah. into it as soon um, as possible. Absolutely. As yeah. soon Demand as your possible. friends buy you things. Oh my god! I have to be honest about ninety day. Like, so actually, Babs told me she was watching this season. She's like, "You have to watch the season of ninety day," and I was like, "Okay, I will." And yeah. so I like binged the entire season, and then I was like, "So can we talk about the beekeeper?" And she was like, "Oh, I kind of stopped watching it." Like, <laughs> oh my god! I totally oh god. abandoned the, you. the beekeeper. Oh, oh. What is I, that? What is? I don't. Oh. I don't watch. What does that okay. mean? Who's the yeah. who's the beekeeper? The beekeeper is the reason I kind of had yeah. to stop watching Ninety yeah. because it got too sad. Yeah, it- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. I, did it turn into Did it turn into a my girl situation uh, where wish. the person they were going to marry got stung to death? That would have been okay. <laughs> 
Wait, who is the beekeeper? Give me more context. The beekeeper is this woman, this very sweet woman, salt of the earth, mm. lovely woman yeah. who has three sons. Yeah. And she's very, very lonely. And she's yeah. just a lonely beekeeper with three in, sons. In rural, like, I mean, I want to say Kansas <laughs> could be Oklahoma. <laughs> and like at least two of her sons are like, mom, how many times do you need to get married? And she's like, I live in a small town and I know everybody. And if I had to meet a Turkish man who cannot speak English through a beekeeping Facebook group and communicate with him through Google Translate, and mostly we talk about bees and people believe that he is unwell, that's my right. And you that's as an eight-year-old, at you as She's an eight-year-old will that. respect the stepfather who cannot oh, communicate oh with you. No. Her kids are that oh young. Oh, I was no. hoping kids they, are I thought ranging they were older. I they were older. They're ranging in yeah. ages. It's a range. There, there is, it's a range. Yeah, it's yeah. a range. And all three, yeah, and the boys are making such good points. They're like, mom, this <laughs> beekeeper that you oh, met. The kids, the kids always have great points. <laughs> the kids always know exactly what's going on. I mean, that's what it is. Like that is the tagline for 90 Day Fiance is loneliness is a hell of a drug. Oh. Like yeah. it's it's pure, you know. It, it makes people do irrational shit. Like it's a Oof. it sucks. It's like true. being lonely yeah. sucks, yeah. and it makes people do stuff that yeah, yeah. isn't the healthiest. Yeah. Because like I don't when it's like, like a being rich kids guy, kids yeah, yeah. There's know, all there's is... almost always kids, and I'm like, yeah, 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 who's like they're not yeah, yeah, they're not they're not consent to be on not a they're not consenting, and that's really and I do think though everybody who watches it and is like, oh, how could you do this? I'm like, yeah, people do crazy stuff to their kids all the time and like you know the we just yeah. don't see we it just don't see yeah. it but like the guy yeah. who and i can i can never remember anyone's name i just like identify them by like uh like he looks like he looks like he comes from old money you know he's got like mm -hmm. the hairline he's got the porsche okay. Okay. Uh, oh yeah 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 with the brazilian wife yes with the brazilian yes, wife yes, yes, yes. who's like i do anything for my kids and then you see his like seven-year-old daughter not in a car seater booster in the back seat of a porsche meant for two <laughs> Like, would I get a car that's safe for them? Absolutely not. No. Uh, no but I would no. do literally almost at, within reason. I would do there's, many there's, things. There's such a funny um, and sad tweet thread that makes rounds every once in a while. And it's just like a dad being like, I would do anything for my kid. If somebody broke into my house, I would murder them with a gun. And they're like, will you change them? No. But if somebody broke into my house and stole my daughter, <laughs> I would track them down and I would wear their face and kill and kill their family. And they would think it was them killing it. And then it's like, no, but could you make dinner tonight? No. But uh, <laughs> if someone stole my daughter, I would go to their home. <laughs> And it's just like, can you just do the things that aren't that fun? <laughs> Would you go back so, to yeah, school? Not, every, that's, not no. every dad's the Liam Neeson yes. from Taken dad. We yeah. know. I mean, I definitely have a 90 day fiance. Oh, sorry. Garth. I, Garth's like, I got something to say. Yeah, there's a there's a shih tzu in here and a chihuahua. So if the doorbell oh. rings, it will be. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Garth is half Chihuahua. My yeah. dog is also he's he just had breakfast beforehand, so he's passed out in a food coma. Oh, good, good, good. Otherwise he <laughs> yeah. would be. This dog's only a quarter Chihuahua, but tell her face that. She's like she's <laughs> it's a quarter Chihuahua counts for fifty percent because oh Chihuahua it it's a much so more hard concentrated uh <laughs> yes. yes extremely potent. <laughs> oh, this okay, this reminds me of um Something I wanted to talk about. My neighbor, I can't remember how much I've talked about this on the podcast, but, you know, I've lived in this place forever, like 14 years. Mm -hmm. I don't know my neighbor's names. No big deal. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, sort of communicate, but they have this dog that they just mm -hmm. leave out all the time. Not on yeah. a leash. Shits anywhere it wants. Hate it. Gonna get fucking hit Awful. by a car. Yeah. It's driving me insane. Yeah, it's insane. Right? 
And so, um, you know, my boyfriend has talked to them about it a few times. You know, we've had people show up with their dog being like, whose dog is this? And I'm like, yeah. it's our fucking neighbor's dog. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't sure what to do about it. And it seems better. They Now they have her on her leash sometimes. And like, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's mm. been a little bit better. Been but shamed she, a little bit. But she is still out there wandering too, way too often, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so the other morning, it was super early, and Adam looked outside, and there's a giant fucking coyote in the street, because there's coyotes all over the place here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he saw it go into our back alleyway, which is the one we share with our neighbors. Yeah. And so he was out there, and he saw our neighbor, and he was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, um, you know, I just saw a big coyote. And the guy launches into this bizarre thing where he's like, well, that's why I always have our dog on a leash. That's why I always I always have on our, our dog on a leash. And like, you know, I see a guy walking around on his phone with his dog on a leash. He was describing himself. What? <laughs> yes. Oh, it man. Was, I was like, what is going on? I was like, this is the psycho uh-huh. yeah. like behavior. Right. Oh man. So he just launches some weird thing where he was like being defensive and describing himself as a shitty dog owner. God. It was so weird. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, question. So, what if he has an identical twin brother who is a really <laughs> shitty neighbor? What if there's it could be a Charlie Kaufman, this could be right. a, an adaptation situation and one of them is a really bad dog owner and one of them's a really good that one. Is, I mean, trapped that is I mean, that would be on well. me for not yes. having realized this whole time that there's two there's two guys. <laughs> it could be a multiverse situation also. And <laughs> yeah. I feel no, like it that's absolutely actually, in a way though, I actually kind of feel like that's good because what mm-hmm. I read that as is like he that he guy knows. panicked yes. and knows and he was just diarrhea of the mouth. Like this guy knows yeah. that I'm a terrible dog owner. So like I feel like that shows that yeah. his shame has reached an apex yes. of sorts. I hope so. Definitely. He's been sufficiently shamed. That's what you want to see. <laughs> but just how funny to like you all know when you just lie for some reason and you don't know why it's happening and like it's just <laughs> and it doesn't a- and there's no way to stop it either. You're just like, yeah. oh, we're just gonna ride this wave in. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I was like, what a weirdo! <laughs> oh my god, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say something. I I want to see it now. So I'm now next time I'm gonna say something. Be like, oh, I just like coyote. I want to see. <laughs> you can dogs. make it up. Yeah. I mean, you could also. Yeah, yeah. You could I be mean, like, there's a coyote. Could, it that's just what I'm that saying. Way. I would, yeah, I'll just say it. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, it's probably true anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. You're in the hills. There's coyotes all over the place. I haven't yeah. seen any by our places in a while. But uh, I see. I have. Oh, really? They're down yeah, your they're street? They're out here. Uh-huh. Mm, they, okay. They're out here. Although I just was reading in Mary Roach's new book that apparently when it comes to coyotes, mm-hmm. people, when we hear them like howling, we overestimate by twofold how many there actually are. So we oh. tend to think there are more coyotes than there actually are roaming around. Mm-hmm. That's right. probably a good a good uh, defense. Uh, I mean, thing. it sounds like, yeah, there's a huge pack of them, but in reality, it's probably only a few. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at Griffith Park, because I run around the golf course there, and like multiple times, I've been like, it'll be like 2 p.m., and I'm like, who brought their dog golfing with them? Because these things will <laughs> yes. be like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Belly up. I, yeah. There was one out there. There was one near called Zach, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> they're very cute. Yeah. Like, they are they're super. They cute. are yeah. cute. They're little like dog yeah. wolf, you know, wolf foxes. Yeah, whatever, more dog, you know? more dog than wolf. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like they're stepping stone. Okay. Yes. Exactly. I, there's um, a really great episode of a. Uh, oh my god, what's it called? The Zach Galifianakis clown show. Oh, uh, baskets. baskets, baskets, baskets. Where I think it's his mom, Louis Anderson. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. No, it's Martha. Whatever. One of the characters is like, "Oh, I found a dog on the street, and I rescued it." <laughs> it's just this coyote that's like wreaking havoc on their entire, tearing their home apart. Oh, so Man, 
Matt Peters has a great story about like uh, 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 being being high and like following a coyote because he thought it was such a beautiful, majestic creature one night. And he's like, I just followed it through the streets of Hollywood. And then I it turned down an alley and I was like, I wonder what it's doing over there. And then it was just eating a baby diaper full of shit. And- <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, yeah, majestic what, creature. <laughs> animals always do that. They're majestic yeah. and then they just yeah, eat not. poop. Yeah, they will they will <laughs> yeah. eat poop. They will yeah. eat poop. Yes. Both these dogs yes. will eat poop. They'll eat each Cru- other's poop, which really? I think is really yeah. like I That's think shows cute. a sign of yeah, affection, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't love it's anything kind of on like this planet enough to eat its poop. So. Or Billy Bob Thornton's blood. Yes, that is what that is what this little Shawini will do. For this old Shih Tzu, she's like, "I love you so much. I know your days are lim- limited. Let me prove I'm to you what you mean to me." I'm imagining them wearing vials of each other's poop around their oh, necks, just yeah. like Angela. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my boyfriend had a had a thought this morning. He was wondering if uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are Gen Z's uh, Billy Bob and Angela. Uh, they are. They absolutely oh, so bingo, right? bingo, 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 bingo. Yeah. Yes, thousand yes, thousand percent. Yes, thousand yeah. percent. And in fact, I think that if. Uh, Gen Z were to see an old headline of Billy Bob and Angelina with like the date change, they'd be like, who are these people ripping off like our mom and dad, which is the grossest thing that Gen Z says. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. Yes. That's not your point. No, 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 oh no, God, no, no, they no, probably, They Ugh. probably don't even remember Angelina in her true form. No, they don't. No, 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 no. That's been a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 20 years probably. Wow. Close. Yeah. I'm at least... Yeah, yeah. We least. all we you always need a goth a goth couple to like rule a certain decade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always feels weird to me. Honestly, M- Machine Gun Kelly makes more sense to me than David Silver. Oh you know yeah, I mean? yes, yes. Like for Wait, the longest that? time, I was like, "What's going on here?" Like, Wait, who's David Silver? Uh, Brian Austin Green. Yeah. Oh oh oh. Okay. Sorry, I called him by his name. Uh, <laughs> his uh, his only- screen name, if you will. Okay. <laughs> I was mean, that Megan Fox? Oh, that was who she was married to forever. before. They were married yeah. forever. And I will say, David was low key one of the hottest guys on 90210. Oh, like, obviously. If not the hottest. If not Dylan, the hottest. Approachable and approachable exactly. hottie. Like the kind, exactly. he would be in your math class. You could flirt with him. D- oh, well, that would always be my type. They've got to yeah. be attainable. Yes. In some Dylan way. was unattainable. <laughs> Ian, what's his face? I can never remember. Ian Zeering. Ian Zeering. Adult male blonde. No, thank you. No offense. <laughs> But no, thank you. No, 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 no. Um, and then the other one. You did have redhead man vibes. Yeah. The, yeah and then the other one. Jason Priestley. Yeah, just not eat. Eh. Eat. Eh. Wait, who? You, easily you overpowered? Just, I don't know. Just Yeah, like you. Oh, Jason. Oh, my God. He's super hot. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Easily overpowered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Babs' type. That, that is my type. I will also say. I like. See, <laughs> I think Dylan was very formative for me. Like, I that I think after that, I just wanted mm. to see someone brooding drunk in their house, yeah. cleaning dangerous objects. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just loved how old he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this created issues for all of us. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even allowed to watch this. I was not allowed to watch any popular TV. My parents were strangely overprotective about media. And oh, so, like, I never watched Friends ever. Oh, wow. Like, I had to watch it in, like, college, like, on TBS and be like, yeah, okay, like, I get it. Now I get that reference. Smelly can. Okay, yeah, the can <laughs> smells. Okay, she wrote a song about it. Like, really, like, playing catch up. And, like, 90210, I would watch, like, in reruns at my friend's house or, like, silently on the basement TV. <laughs> 
Oh, sneaking that 902. Oh, man. I could get the plot. Did I hear it? No, 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 no. But I'd be like, okay. And then they're together. But then, no, okay. This is bad. This is deep. I know where they love to hang out here. I get it. Okay. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, God forbid. I also never saw, I mean, I didn't see like dirty dancing until. Wow. College, maybe I just saw Pretty Woman two years yeah, ago for no, the first I time. Had, wow. Yeah, wow! How was it? How was it watching for the first time then? W- yeah. Watching Pretty Woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, I love this movie. <laughs> it was so. Yeah. But also, I was like, I mean, I get. It. I think it would have been hard to 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 explain like you know sex work to a Catholic six year old. I think that would have been that would have been a high yeah. a, a big order for my dad. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. such a chaste movie. Yeah, it really is. I will say my mom was, I remember wanting to see Pretty Woman and I, my mom had to tell me about sex work because she took me to see Les Miserables. Oh. And Mm -mm. so my mom, I remember just like walking through Century City with my mom and she was like, yeah, uh, she really, you know, she had no other option. That was the only way she could make money was by having sex with people. And I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Also, it's in the the Bible. I don't know why it would have scandalized me to know, like. It's, it it's wasn't in there. really that okay. big of a deal to learn about. Yeah. So then yeah. Pretty Woman, my mom was like, okay, you can see this movie, but like this isn't like a, g- a glamorous thing. Mm, like yeah. it's going to look glamorous in this movie, yeah. but. I would say 99% yeah. of the time you're not getting picked up by like a lonely guy who you're just wants connection. You're not getting picked up by Richard here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's more a woman from the woman from Just Shoot Me situation <laughs> that you're. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I. I never watched 90210, but I snuck um, uh, Married with Children was like the one that I oh, had yeah. like secret, oh, yeah. secretly watched. Yeah, yeah. That was the like, I'm not supposed to be checking this out. What um, a wild show. That show is amazing. Have watched it and recently? Just, does it, it hold up? I hope so. It's because it's so it's such a cartoon. Like it's so such satirical of like those yeah. characters. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm iconic. sure it like does and doesn't like any of yeah. those shows, you know? I just I don't remember watching a lot of episodes because I, I wasn't allowed to watch either. That was a sneak in the in the other TV show for me for mm-hmm. sure. But maybe because I was like just sneaking it. But I Christina Aguilera's style on that show. Like Christina Applegate. Applegate. <laughs> <laughs> the other Christina. The other the 90, Christina. Yeah. Christina Applegate's style. Oh, her style. The best style of like anyone ever. Like mm-hmm. so good. So good. and fucking pa- and, uh, and Peg Peg pa- Bundy style too. Just a great style show. Uh, stylistic show yes okay we've got i've got a we need to take a break so we're gonna go look up some uh some leather like what did she she always wore i'm thinking of pegs like those like like, bustiers with like the uh tight um leopard skirts yeah yeah oh yeah 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 (laughs) okay we're gonna we're gonna do some shopping we'll brb everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess i'm nora mcnerney an interloper and, uh, an no, interloper no. fourth lady of the week <laughs> Wait, who the fuck is this why is someone else talking she crashed, the, crashed zoom. the zoom okay it's 2020 all over again <laughs> we're gonna play um a game a myspace questions game and you get to hear one of our theme songs yay Quiz. 
Every okay. Time. MySpace quiz time. Let's see. <clears throat> What's, oh, uh, wait. Oh, you know what? This is a good one, actually. We've asked this before, but I think it's a good one. What's one thing you own that you should probably get rid of, but just can't? Oh, one thing I own that I should get rid of that I just can't. I, uh, there's so much stuff in this house. <laughs> there's so much stuff in this house. And I have, I have every journal I've ever written since second grade. Mm. Wow. wow. All in one place? All in one place. Right in that That's closet. Awesome. And there are also, there's like this little box from my very first relationship, which don't worry, lasted nine years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like any good Midwestern girl, I was like, got him. <laughs> not like a three months short no 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 no, no. you come in for the life okay you how commit. old were you when you started this relationship we were 15 we were 15 wow. yeah wow. and then it was like on and off till we were 24 i'm pretty sure 23 wow. 24 it was a long a long time on and off on and off horrible um, but also like, you know, I have all these like good little memories. I have a box of like every note he ever wrote me, like, mm -hmm. you know, including like, would you of like course. to kiss me by my locker after seventh yeah. period? Cause it was the most consensual relationship you can imagine in Aww. the year 2000. And it's like, I should just probably get rid of that stuff. And yet I am keeping it for future historians, like any good narcissist would, right? Like that someone oh, will need yeah. to know, like, what was a teenager you know, in the millennium doing, like, what are the archives? Like I, I, I will donate them to some one to, that was loud. That was so loud. Um, I will donate. I don't know what I'll do. I'll throw them. I'll burn them in the backyard. I will burn them in the backyard. <laughs> it is so in a hard ceremony, to know to full moon. in a full, full moon, moon ceremony. Yeah. Cause there's yes, also perfect. like, there's just these, there's so many journals, especially for my early twenties where I'm like, okay, am I going to spend my whole life being like, oh man, I wonder if I'm good at anything. <laughs> I wonder what I should be doing with my life or if I'm just a big fucking loser. It's like, oh, I just read yeah. them. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck yeah. up. God, your life is fine. You whiny little bitch. <laughs> so, do you still, do you still keep a journal? Um, not, not as much anymore. I basically, um, have this have notebooks. They're always the same kind from I don't know how to say it's a German word. Look it's probably like Lichterm. I just say uh Lichterm. Mm -hmm. Uh and I it's not bullet journaling, okay, but I keep like a little schedule like mm -hmm. that. And then I just write a little bit about my day, like very, very that's nice little that's things. Good. But I, I also think cool. like yeah. a lot of it is like a, a good eye cal is your journal too. Like how you spend your days will tell Thank you a you lot. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep I keep an aggressively detailed calendar. And um, uh, when the Brett Kavanaugh calendars came out and people made fun of them, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. I do that too. You do? <laughs> wait, wait, how detailed are we yeah. talking? <laughs> like, what does your day look like? Yeah. Like, oh, what's your uh, next item? Wait, are you asking me? Or are you asking yeah. Brandy? Brandy. I want to know, yeah, what, well, how detailed it is. I mean, like today I've got like our podcast here, our work session. I'm like, I've got like, um, I have guitar practice later, of, like a work, two hour like space for working out. And I have like a, a writing thing I'm doing for an hour. And then um, I just have like a, a an hour that's like a movable piece that says like dinner, question mark, if in case I go you out with anybody. dinner in there? In case I do something fun. That way I like know where I'm meeting somebody. <laughs> yeah. 
I also, but I you, also don't you know you'll eat dinner though. I guess that's what I don't well, put in no, my no, calendar. It's, it's if I'm going, if I'm going out with somebody, like I don't oh, leave it. I, see, I don't I leave see. it there. Okay. If it's like, if it's like a nondescript whatever I'm eating on my counter dinner, then guess what? I'll delete it. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if it's like I'm going out and it's like a nice, a nice thing I would like to remember. Like I've definitely added stuff the right, day after, right, the day right. after, and been like, oh, that was a cool thing I ended up doing last night. Let me just remember that I did that. Yeah, same, wow. same, same, same. And then yeah. so you on have paper, your dinner in yours. Uh, if I if I'm going somewhere, yeah, I'll put it in. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in. There oh, was yeah, something yeah. last night that got moved. We we're going to do a end of the school year fancy dinner. Our eight year old, nine year old now um, mm-hmm. wanted a suit for Christmas because for uh, career day he wanted to dress up as a comedian. I don't know if he knows <laughs> like what oh, co- comedians wear. Like, like so you could just wear cute. your dirty shorts and your Bart Simpson t shirt, and that's I think <laughs> yeah, I think you would nail Already- it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he really wants to wear the suit and it's too hot mm-hmm. to wear it to school. So we booked a fancy dinner where everyone can dress Aww. up. And then um, he had tummy troubles yesterday. So it's got to move. So it's not going to happen until next Monday, but it's in the calendar. And then I just moved yeah, it. it. And then I'll know, like, when when did we go to, you know, yeah. the steakhouse exactly. for dinner? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like last night, like we went, uh, me and my boyfriend, we went to the Broad, which was great. And then we like got we ended up going to like the Grand Central Market and got food. And then we there was a new uh, soft serve that opened up by his house that we went to. But it was really bad. Oh. If I, I've, I, It was shockingly bad. That's it. so hard to pull off bad that's ice soft. cream. I, oh. the, the guy couldn't. It was, I saw it, the photo of the soft serve. It was not the swirl. It, was it wasn't like a, the swirl. It was like a lopsided like. Oh. Yeah. Layer. Also, so I got a chocolate dipped one too. And he stood next to the chocolate dip machine. He kept tapping my cone on the counter to try to get it to stick to the bottom because he was terrified of like dipping it because he thought the whole thing. I was like, oh, the whole thing has clearly fallen off for you before. What are you doing? And then the ice cream. And not getting that Dairy Queen. Uh, no, 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 not at all. Soft serve Training. Place by our house? Yeah, no, 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 no. This is like in Hollywood. This is okay. in Hollywood. Okay. And we were so disappointed by this ice cream. We threw it away after three bites. And then we just went to Denny's and split like an ice cream cookie instead. Because we were like, <laughs> smart. We need, so we need something. You need now a reliable like experience is what you yes. need. Now you're in the you, mode. You yeah. tried you something can. new. Yes. And that's why I don't You're do in that. the mood for yeah. a la mode. And you exactly. can't like be <laughs> thinking you're going to have dessert and then not actually yeah. get mm-hmm. to eat dessert. Exactly. So I'll have like, I'll like literally today, we put like Grand Central Market dinner and ice cream disaster like happened last night. Oh, so you have like a fun. Journaling. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. It's a journal. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. a journal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. A that is a good way, way to remember stuff. Yeah. Cause I have the worst memory in the world. Also, I'll never look back at it. So I don't know if there's mm-hmm. any point in me doing it. But like, it's nice to be able to search your calendar yeah. and find certain stuff when yeah. you're trying to remember I shit. I feel like I'm feeling on all friends. I, I actually, okay, not, that's not true, but I- <laughs> That's uh, not true. You're I don't take it. pictures. I am very like, I think I'm pretty like present when I'm having fun. Like I don't take pictures and I just mooch off everybody else's pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that used to be the only way that I had memories and now I don't even have that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. But I think I do, I think I've, I've given myself like a B. Mm. Mm-hmm. On retention, so. that's passing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a you've you've got a good visual memory too. I, I think a big part of it too is that like uh, Norm, I have a thing called aphantasia where like my my mind's eye is blind. Wow. So like my memory is like not visual whatsoever. Right, so right. looking back and being like, these are the things that I did. Like it's very much like, oh, and then that'll remind me like that of like what the thing was. Oh, I love that. Not that you have that, but yeah. that's like yeah, yeah. It's all good. I sleep really well at night. I, bet. I think that Damn. has a lot a big part. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm dead every night. Oh, it's great. I love that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and can you acquire that? Is there like a certain kind of head injury uh, you could get or a 
of severe trauma oh, as a child. I was about to ask. Uh, I was about to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then your brain will just be like, let's never relive yeah. anything again. Um, that That's what'll do it. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nora. Very fun. There, yeah. Little baby. Yeah, I love was it. passed out. You're like, tr- <laughs> like protecting, protecting the whole family right now. Yes. Nora, I'm Never felt safer. A, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want yeah. a softball or a hardball? Oh, I, I'll take a hardball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Name one thing you wish you could change about your life right now. Oh, I wouldn't change anything. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> oh congratulations. Yeah, I wouldn't, that's awesome. I wouldn't change anything unless it was like, you know, just my core self. Um, you know, just <laughs> at my heart, I am just a, you know, a petty, insecure, uh, <laughs> you know, just, just, uh, living and embodying, you know, uh, the, the unaddressed traumas of my own father. And uh, yeah. like, other than that, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Um, and I think that's only because in, you know, my last husband died, uh, when he was mm-hmm. 35 years old and mm-hmm. I, I can't change that. And right, yeah. if I, and if I, if I could bring him back, it would be so complicated because I don't have the mental capacity for polyamory. I just don't, I cannot right. imagine caring about two men's days. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, but, but I do know that if Aaron did come back and I know this cause I had a dream and I believe like dreams are like visits from him that he would be like, mm-hmm. I had this dream and I was like, Oh shit, I got married. I didn't know, you know, now we've got all these kids. And he was like, okay, like, well, I guess, I guess we all have four kids now. And I was like, Oh, Oh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, sorry. That wasn't a hardball. I like, I just, no, I, no, no. I, I like our, I like our life and it is absolutely not perfect. But also if you change one thing, you change everything and you don't know what that will affect. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you think that's an attitude that you've always had or was like did living through losing your husband kind of help? No, I always had the that. worst possible attitude, of course. Like I had a terrible attitude and I was like, if only I can do this one thing, everything will be different and everything will be better. Yeah. And I do think losing all sense of control yeah. and and safety and all of that. It was, you know, he got sick in 2011 and I was 27 years old and we had no money saved at all because we were young and we were like, money is for spending. (laughs) Yeah. You put 2% of your income in a 401k. And then when you're a hundred years old, you're allowed to die. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So I do, I, I think that, that changed me a lot. And so did Aaron himself because he truly was so present and he did not Mm. feel bad for himself, even though he was scared and obviously nobody likes having brain cancer, Mm -hmm. but he also was just so, he just made everything okay. Like he made everything fun. Even when we were at the hospital waiting to see if his brain tumor grew back. And I think I just sort of absorbed that not all the time. Cause like I said, truly, like I will lose my, if the Wi-Fi crapped out, you will see my true essence. Yeah. Okay. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like kick that door open and be like, who's streaming. And they're like, Oh, like we're children, ma'am. Like <laughs> we thought we could play Roblox. You thought wrong. Mom, made <laughs> you got to stop this. Like just, <laughs> uh, but just like big picture stuff. I'm like, well, you know, 
mm-hmm. it's going to happen or it won't. <laughs> like we have, we have, you know, what are you, yeah. what are you going to do? Which is it, it and not in a nihilistic way, but just yeah, in a, yeah. like, like I have no, I have no control. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, I think kind of forces you to be present because it's like you, all you were ever, that's all you're going to have is what you already have. Yeah. That's what you have and when now. People like, are like, that's... are you worried the other shoe will drop? Are you worried when life gets good? I'm like, no, I just like understand it will. Like, I just know it, yeah. but I'm not worried about it because that's a problem for future Nora and future Nora will be angry if she looks back and sees that past Nora was like, Oh God, but I don't know. Like, uh, like mm-hmm. our, you know, he doesn't know how to tie his shoes yet. When it, like who gives a shit? He doesn't know how to tie his shoes. Who cares? Not naming names, yeah. but there are several children in this house who don't know how to tie their shoes. <laughs> Guess what? Crocs don't have laces. Who cares? Yeah. Hey, look, I did not, I could not remember right from my left for like a very, very, very long time until I remember, I remember like being driven home from like a softball practice and like needing to give directions and I kept just guessing, but then I would panic and I'd forget which one I just said. So I couldn't even remember which one was which. <laughs> oh, no. And there was this one second to last turn and I was supposed to go left, but I said right. And it was just a drive through a cul-de-sac. And then we just came out and then drove the other way. <laughs> and she was like, so I should have gone left. And I was like, no, my mom would just drive through here. <laughs> and I just like to see the houses. <laughs> and this I remember- just our little special route. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting home and being like, you got to remember, you can't, you just, you just, you just lied. You lied to that woman and you got You got to commit this shit to memory. <laughs> I was like fourth grade or some shit. And you know, I turned out. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Brandy fifth grade. Mike Kelly was yeah. like, Nora, it's, if you just make an L with your hand, it'll L. tell you. But I was like, both can make an L. Yeah. I can oh, do an L with any, with any one hand. of them. Yeah. I was like, so, yeah, I, and I remember I mean. being like, but does he mean turn one like later yeah. when he was not there to guide me as to left from right? <laughs> like, yeah. God, oh. Yeah, exactly. I also remember like learning to tie shoes as a kid and being like, I just like, I like a uh, Velcro shoes. Yeah. I'm a score Velcro shoes forever. And to be fair, my favorite shoes are van slip ones. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of a bullshit activity that should be done away with as often as possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Can I tell you guys something that happened to me like in the last couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my, <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> what is this. So my phone was like acting buggy. I forget which app, like, was it working or whatever? And I was like, oh, no, my, my text not working or whatever. And Sean, my husband's like, well, did you try turning your phone on and off? And I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and then like three seconds later and I was like, how do I turn do off? you turn off your phone? <laughs> turned off your phone and i was like i mean it's died it just it's dies died. it just dies i don't turn it off it does <laughs> but like never used to so push funny. the home button and the button yeah at the top. Yes. yeah it is There's not, not as intuitive anymore. as it used yeah. to be no yeah. Yeah. it's a little because harder to be yeah. honest i had did it and I, I i'm in aries so i'm really impatient and i like hit the mm-hmm. side button a couple times and that weird sos thing popped up and i said oh yeah, yeah. It, and continued yeah, yeah. on with my day yeah mm-hmm. and Which never is, learned how to turn off yeah. my phone <laughs> and so of course you were like yeah i've tried that yeah, yeah. I told it to you, lied about, okay. you lied about trying it first and then you <laughs> then i had to ask how to turn off my phone oh my god <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> send my phone in an sos at twice and didn't work so so clearly <laughs> issue with the hardware you tell me 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do one more. One more. Okay, Nora, what were you doing before this? Oh, I was doing exactly Dream. what I was supposed to do. <laughs> nice. no, so, um, I was I was doing exactly what was on my calendar, Brandy, exactly mm-hmm. what was on my calendar, which I have never missed a deadline. I pride myself on that. I wow. have never I don't miss deadlines. That's very I impressive. I send awesome. things early if I can. Mm-hmm. I truly What? what? I oh know. yeah, sending things wow. early is awesome. I love sending things early. Yeah. I, I had an audition the other day where they were like they were like early submissions appreciated and I was like <laughs> I sent it 15 minutes late. There's just no way. <laughs> I, I admire that because I would be like, well, I guess I can't do it. You know, if I'm not, uh, I guess, right. uh, I guess I shouldn't do it. And I like missed like a really big deadline uh, for a project oh, I pitched. Like I, it was my idea. Like it was my idea. I said I would do it. And I just didn't. I opened the document today and I haven't been in it since March and it was due in April. And I swear to you, it has been on this whiteboard. It has been in the calendar to work on this project every day. It is in the calendar to work on this project. And I have not done it. And I couldn't tell you why, because I did it for exactly an hour and a half this morning. And it's almost fucking done. Yes. Yes. That's like, got to feel great. Uh, it took an hour and a half and six months to do something that was that not is, hard. I feel yeah. like my whole life Ugh. is full of things that would only take me an hour and a half to accomplish, but I won't actually look at yeah. for months on end. Yeah. And I'm, I was yep. today, I was like, I'm sticking with this calendar because you know what else happened today? Our little kid got his cast off. My husband's like, do you want to come with? I was like, it's a one parent activity, bud. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. no, no, he's going to cross this milestone with just you. That's it. Yeah. Like, no, if I do that, then I will come back and I will do this interview and then I'll be like, well, you know, it's already this time. So, uh, you know, I think, well, so now it's almost tomorrow. So then I guess I just won't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, but also I feel like with writing stuff too, like I do legitimately need like long stretches of time. Like I don't find short windows, but like sometimes it is like you do just need short window of super focus, especially if it's more in the later stage of a project and you just need to bang Mm -hmm. a couple things out. But like early conceptualizing of shit, I'm like, I need like nine hours where no one talks to me and I can just like pace around. And part of that, part of those hours, part of like what like dinged it in for me was like watching dumb TV last night. And then I was like, Oh, and I like sent myself a text and put it in my calendar. And I sat down and like after watching just comedy, uh, a serious project made sense. Like, I don't know, just yeah. the whole. Mm-hmm. And yet I still treat myself like this little accounting machine or something where I should just sit down mm-hmm. and like put something out because I yeah. sat down at this desk and I will I will truly hold myself hostage as though I'm still in a cubicle writing tweets for great clips. Like, yeah, you know, (laughs) I'm like, no, 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 no. It's only 2 PM. I don't care if you have accomplished enough today. Mm -mm. You're not done. No, sit down, sit down, (laughs) hunch over, get carpal tunnel. I think like that's, I think, I think, yeah, to be a professional writer, I feel like that's just kind of the what you have to do. And isn't it the worst? (laughs) It's so stupid. But the thing about the watching the TV show thing too, I think is so easy to forget the importance of like the eating phase of writing. Yes. Yeah. Like, cause it's like, yeah, you have to feed yourself, but it can feel so passive. And like, I have this thing I'm working on right now where I'm like, I have a hair up my ass to like 
be writing it, but it's also like I'm really interested in the research phase mm. of it. And I'm like, I should stop research. And then I'm like, I'm like trying to straddle both worlds. I'm like, I'll research while I write and then that'll say both. And it's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Just like yeah. watch shit and take shit in. Like you have to do that. Yeah. Don't guilt mm-hmm. trip yourself about that. Oh, I love to though. I love, 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 love to just be like, you loser. Okay. You <laughs> absolutely. You, I have several charts over here of like different projects and like how far I should be on them. And I'm like, you know, I color in little boxes, like when I like mm. reach a thing and I'm like, mm, oh yeah, that feels mm-mm. good. Yeah. And I'm just, and, and sometimes I'm like, I wrote, you know, a significant part of, uh, of a thing this week that again, it just, I needed all that input. I needed all that, right. that eating. So yeah. thank you for saying I feel that. Like, yeah. And I think we're all, I mean, people who have a lot of things going on at any given time, but I think like my creativity, I'm, I'm like an octopus where I can't, I don't have control over which limb's going to work yes, in, but yes. it's like, yes, it's going to yeah. work yeah. at some time and it's going to get something done, but yes. I don't know which it's going to be or when it's going to Yeah. <laughs> and I really want to be one of those. I think because my brain was poisoned in the early 2010s at the, at the, at just like the, the, the beginning stages of girl boss culture. First, there was like productivity culture. And I worked in advertising where people were just like, uh, you know, they love to optimize. They were just looking for synergies and it was like, we can life hack. We can, we can, you know, biohack. We can do all this stuff. It's like, literally we are making things that somebody fast forwards (laughs) or, um, (laughs) it's not that fucking serious. It's fine. You know, like, just like, what if we took a chill bill and like all these guys named Mark, we're like, we can't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're like the beating heart of American the marks, culture. The marks okay. love synergy. Okay. Yeah. If we don't tell people about Gorilla Glue and their personality, okay, the, what is the <laughs> brand personality? It's like, well, it's a fucking glue company, Mark. <laughs> so many yeah. decks, Mark. So many decks, so Mark. So many mission So statements. many decks, so many decks. And like, yeah. I, I was always, I was like consuming all these newsletters that were like, you know, like inbox zero and you know, yeah. like, and, and, and you do this and then you do that. And it's very hard for me to, uh, to remember that that was all made up. All the people yeah, make that really. up. It's literally made up because it, it, it worked for one guy yeah. named Mark. Okay. Who was like, <laughs> let me pay me $40,000 to come to a conference and yell at you. Like also, and because Mark has no friends, let's get real. The re- the reason that like <laughs> capitalism and money and religion all exist is because one fucking Mark at some point just like couldn't make friends and women didn't want to fuck him. And then That's he was like, like, let me make some right. little things and give everyone busy work and then yeah. they need to escape from it and maybe they'll escape into my clutches. Yeah, they will because they want to <laughs> know how to succeed in digital marketing, okay, in yeah. 10 steps exactly. oh. or more. <laughs> That's like the um, like the four hour body type stuff. Yes, you know, I, all of that. I like feel like I tried to read that, and it's just Dude. like you read it, and he's like, "Yeah, I ate five bear claws this morning, and then I did squats in the toilet." Like, and yeah. you're like, no, I don't want to be that no. guy. I don't want to be that guy. I used, I used to hate listening to Tim Ferriss because I was fascinated <laughs> with how he was like an exact amalgamation of everything that I hate in a person. <laughs> in his podcast, he would like start every episode with like a new quote from like Sun Tzu, but he would translate it into Japanese. And then I remember like he, came, he always had like an interview with a guy that there would be a silent wife in the background. They'd like be like, babe, <laughs> oh, they talked to the silent wife. And then like he, I remember him one time being like, yeah, kids sound really good, but like I'm still trying to figure out the wife component and i was like oh, <laughs> oh. a partner to share a life component? with like so, a component? component you're looking for a component can i tell you guys 
Ugh, I, I read nightmare the person. autobiography of Phil Knight, the guy that started Nike, because like I had mm-hmm. drinking the Nike Kool Aid. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I fucking mm-hmm. think just do it is like the. I find the phrase inspirational. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But there are so worse phrases. There are worse phrases. It boils it down. It boils it, it boils, down. It's too. kind of a beautiful yeah. phrase. I love the swoosh. I love it all. So I was like really interested in like hearing about the history of this company. In this book, you guys, this guy meets his wife who. He goes to teach like business at a college. His wife is a student, already a little bit creepy, doesn't address that. He dates yeah. his wife, brings her into the newly fledgling Nike, and he's like, now I had a new partner. And then the only time she's mentioned for the rest of the book is when he's like not at home and she's at home caring for the kids. <laughs> she, she, once she, non-entity. She, like one non-entity. Yeah. Like, he's like, and now I found a new partner in her. And then she's just literally... Every hundred pages is like, oh yeah, and then Nancy was home with the kids. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. Thank Uh, you for your service, Nancy. Thank you for your service. service. (laughs) That's my review of the Nike memoir. Thank you for your service, Nancy. Yeah, (laughs) Marks love to compartmentalize a Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) We have to. We just want to. We have to take a break. But yeah, shout out to Nancy. We see. We see. I don't know if her name's Nancy, but it's something like that. Okay, for us. Yeah, Yeah, it's (laughs) psychically it's Nancy. Uh, (laughs) Be right back. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Nora. Yes. And uh, we're going to do some lady problems. If you've listened to the show, you know the drill. If you haven't listened to the show, welcome. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a problem, send it to us. You can write one to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. You can also give us a phone call at 323 6 but 30. <laughs> Lady. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Ooh, boy. All right. Um, I think we have voicemails today, so let's go mm-hmm. with number one. Yeah. Hey, ladies. This is Amy from Fresno. I uh, saw Brandy in uh, Fresno at a stand-up show, and I've been listening ever since. Thank you, Brandy, for turning on to this show. Um, so yeah, my lady problem is I have a big, big question in my mind. I'm about 37 and you know, that uh, whole thing of having a baby or not, you know, it's, uh, you know, kind of on my mind. I, I, um, you know, have a great partner of two years now and, you know, some financial security and, um, yeah, I get the, uh, you know, the warm fuzzies from seeing my nephew and, and, you know, I'm sure motherhood is just, you know, so fulfilling in, in lots of ways. But, um, I've just, you know, just begun to sort of feel some kind of abundance, you know, in my life with, uh, you know, this great partner and, you know, good job and, and everything. And I'm just wondering, you know, if I will or will not right now. I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards a, a very thoughtful no thank you, but um, I could change my mind in six months. Who knows? But just curious how, you know, three hip ladies like yourself take on this question. 
you know, it's not so automatic for everybody to have kids. So just curious what you guys think. It's very personal. So, uh, yeah, just very, very curious about that. And, yeah, I just uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. I I love thoughtful no thank you. Um, gonna gonna keep that one. Um, also, I'm just gonna say this episode drops on June 15th. June 17th, I'm gonna be in Fresno again. Um, oh. So come out, come out and say hi. Yes. Readypussy.com for all the info. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we have um, yeah. different situations here because I mean, none of you know me, Brandy and Tess have kids, and Nora, you have how many kids do you have too? Uh, four. 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 Yeah, oh some gosh. some acquisitions, some organic growth. <laughs> to be a mark oh about it. What's yeah. the age what's the age range? Uh twenty. Oh wow. Fifteen, nine, and five. Okay, so okay. you can speak to the whole We got a range. Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Huge range shebang. of humanity. Where do you all stand on children? Is it a thoughtful no thank you? Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty thoughtful no thank you I like being an aunt I I feel like I've worked very hard to be comfortable now and I would resent anything that took away from that and I also feel very much like um, I have I, I am parenting my own child uh, which is myself if you, you know to use a, a thing where it's like no I like I I work very hard for my own freedom and that to me is more important than having a child you know so that's just kind of where I'm at I love that yeah, I'm um, on the fence. I am, you know, getting older. I'm going to be 40 in the next few years. And like, I'm like, fuck, I better figure this out. But it's not something that's apparent to me at this moment. So it's I'm in the same boat, honestly, as the caller. Like, I don't know what no. to do. I'm nervous about regretting not having kids. Like, I do think that there's a part, big part of me that... um does want that and would be good at it and feels the same way where I'm like, I feel way more secure than I ever have. And mm-hmm. I think also I'm seeing just so many friends are having kids. I just never expected, you know, so many comedians are having children and I'm like, wait, what? I'm <laughs> Like I thought that wasn't going to happen. It's happening. Yeah. So I think like it seems more possible than it ever did before. You know what I mean? In a way that I don't, I don't know if I expected to feel this way that I'm like, oh, like you can have a kid mm. and be a comic and do these things. Obviously, it's going, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to impact your life. Yeah. No shit. But um, it's uh, possible in a way that I don't think I thought about before. So I don't know. I'm in the same way. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm really scared about regretting not having kids. Mm. Uh, but also, you know, it's a huge fucking choice. Yeah. Yeah. I've always known like ever since I was a little kid that I definitely did not want biological children. Um, it's just always been like something really deep seated in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm like open to the idea of having kids in some way, but same thing. It's like, I'm at this point, like very independent. Like I have a very yeah. independent life and I'm, I am a writer. Like I'm someone who values like long stretches of silence Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nora, tell us how you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How are how are you handling? I, it? <laughs> I am nodding along with all your choices because they are, and and all of your all of your uh, thoughts and feelings about it because I have them all, and I was yeah, yeah. I. Speaking of going through old journals, childhood journals saying I will not have my I will not have biological children. I will be I will be a mother figure. Or I will be, uh, yeah. you know, and I was raised by, you know, by two Catholics, one of nine each. Uh, my both my parents and, and come from families of nine children. They had four wow. because they were wow. lazy, 
And, <laughs> you know, my, my sister, when I did the math, um, once I learned how long it took to make a baby, you know, my, mm-hmm. my sister was, uh, was the impetus for my parents' marriage and mm-hmm. they were very young by today's standards and perfectly normal in the seventies to have a baby yes. when you're 24. No one was like, you're too young. How will oh, you? Yeah. Oh, that's no. not, that's yeah, like yeah. an old man. No, they were like, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's your first oh, TikTok baby. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was single and 25, my dad was like, eh, it's, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, I hope you'll get there. I don't, That's I don't know. Catholics for you though. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I was your age, I had two kids and you've got, what did he say? He was joking, but my dad was just very funny. He's like, and you've got a uh, split ends and a Twitter account or just something very funny. I was like, damn, <laughs> you're right. I do. Wow. <laughs> roasted. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Steve, I do. But I, and, and my dad always told me there's never a right time. There's never a good time. There's yeah. never a good time to become a parent. My parents were yeah. dead broke. My dad didn't even have a checking account when they got married. He was going to college on the VA bill. And, you know, my mom had who knows what she was doing. And, uh, and so my dad always told us that, like, there's never a right time for something like this. And the purpose of life is not to work. It is to, you know, find work that will support whatever gives your life meaning. And hopefully you find somebody to share your life with and before 25, preferably. (laughs) And (laughs) I, I, the urge, I also became a parent at the least stable time at the least recommended time. Aaron was diagnosed with brain cancer in November, 2011, we got married December 3rd, 2011. I got pregnant three or four months later through science, through IUI, knowing like, you know, we had to bank that sperm. Do you know how complicated that is? I did not. And we, Mm. and you know, you have to do it before someone starts chemo and radiation for obvious reasons. And so we, and we couldn't afford IVF. So it was like, we're just going to do IUI where they literally just put the sperm in you. That's it. (laughs) And, uh, and so we had like three tries and it worked and Ralph was born in January, 2013. And it was a month after Aaron's brain tumor had come back and he had another brain surgery. And then he was hospitalized three days a month for a year. And Ralph came to everything. And I was taking care Mm -hmm. of Aaron. I was taking care of Ralph. And I, I, I did not have like the immediate drive to be a mom until it was threatened until, yeah. until Aaron got mm-hmm. sick. And I was like, we're having a baby now, man. We actually, we went to mm-hmm. Disney world. I'd never been with his sister and her children. And he was such a good uncle. He lived for being an Aww. uncle mm-hmm. when, when he married into my family, he was like, I love this. I get to be an uncle, like even more mm-hmm. of an uncle. And we went to Disneyland and, or world, whatever the bigger one is. And the kids were screaming everybody on the shuttle bus back to the shitty hotel had like a screaming, sweaty, horrible toddler. And I was like, Oh, I want that. Like, I want that. Like, I want like, you know, I want like, I want, I want to be verbally abused by a small person covered in juices, right. Just like from, you know, like of the fruit Mm -hmm. and nose variety, just, I wanted it. And I, every single day think, I cannot fucking be in charge. This absolutely, this cannot be, I cannot be the person who's in charge of this in no way. Am I good at this uh, or qualified for it? Uh, it, Things, things have been 
uh, beautiful and challenging. And I've heard people say, well, you never regret the kids you have. And that's obviously not true because they're negligent parents everywhere, Yeah, right? They're negligent. Saying, that's not, <laughs> that's true. not true. They're negligent <laughs> yeah. parents everywhere or people who yeah. are like, and I, I say, I say this to everybody. My life would have been good either way, either way. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. change a thing. Um, but also I don't want to negate, like, I don't know, there's something that happens. I think that motherhood, parenthood, but especially motherhood is a fucking cult. And the minute you enter, you think like, mm-hmm. well, you wouldn't get it right. Cause you're yeah, not yeah. in it or, yeah. mm-hmm. and then even within that cult, like, well, you're not like, you're not this kind of mom or you're not doing it this way. Yeah. And it's just, there's no good way to be a woman period. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you really do. I don't know. I just, you, you have to do like what you want to do. And also you reserve the right to change your mind. And also, mm-hmm. you know, you, I, there's, there's so much value in being a positive figure, non-parental mm-hmm. figure in a kid's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like so yeah. much, so oh, yeah. much. Like, oh, do you think this 15 year old girl wants to tell me everything? No, 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 no. Like what it, like, I didn't tell him I was like close to my mom but I was like before the generation where it's like my mom's my best friend. It was like, my mom is a person, <laughs> not even my mom yeah. is a, a vehicle for me to get my needs met. Um, right. and, yeah. uh, there's another thing I was going to say, which is, yeah, I just think, uh, yeah. And then sometimes, and then there's like so much guilt God, why well, I'm just really bringing down the energy, but like, no, 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 like no. Everyone is, here is a writer, great. right? Everyone here like makes things. Yeah. And even if you're not, even if you're just like a, a person with like a regular job that you're done at five and and whatever, like it is such a consuming mm-hmm. job. It's such a consuming task. And I don't even just mean time-wise. So I never have a single day or moment when I don't think I made the wrong choice. Not about having children, but like, oh. I'm working, which by the way, pays for this house. My husband's a stay-at-home dad. So I'm I'm choosing this instead of, you know, like playing Pokemon. Guess what? Even if I was a stay-at-home mom, I don't play fucking Pokemon. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to look at the cards. <laughs> like, and by the way, yeah. like they're ma- they're making it up. They don't even play the game. They're literally making it up. You can't play because they'd yeah. be like, well, actually, this VMAX. So this VMAX actually like kills all of your guys. I'm like, then why the fuck would I even try? Like, yeah. you're cheating. Oh, yeah. I hate this. No. Yeah. You want me to be com- complicit in your chaos? Yeah. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. You know, or like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm working too much or I'm not working enough. And like, you know, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I am a writer and one of the, I'm, I'm writing a TV show and the two people I'm writing it with, they, they don't have kids. And, uh, and I yeah. feel this horrible guilt for like them, for what I perceive to be them carrying the load because, right. oh, like, mm-hmm you know, it's, it's conferences today or whatever. And Mm -hmm. like, you can have a good, peaceful, meaningful life with children and without children and without, and both are beautiful and wonderful. And I think I am so, I don't know, like excited for this version of womanhood that just seems to be like uh, blossoming all around us where it's like, you Mm -hmm it can be whatever you want. Like your life can truly mm-hmm. be whatever you want and you don't have to do exactly mm-hmm. what your parents do. And there's also like, anytime you talk about parenthood as a parent, mm-hmm. uh, you have to say, right? 
Like you have to say, but I love like, ugh. like everyone knows you love fucking love your kids. Everyone knows I love my kids. Like <laughs> you have to say it and be like, well, how dare you say it's hard or how dare you say like, you know, it's, it's yeah. not for everyone because your kids could hear this. And like, no, I hope my kids do know. I hope my kids do know that yeah. like being responsible for another person's life and emotional mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, spiritual well-being and physical mm-hmm. safety is a big deal. Like I hope they well, yeah. know that. <laughs> and that's you choosing them every day. Yeah. That's not you just like passively being like, well, this is just the lot I have now. Yeah, it's like, right. no, I every day choose to be a good parent. Yeah. And like, yeah. for sure. You know? No, I think, yeah, that's what's, um, it is exciting to see people, yeah, choosing different paths, whether that's becoming parents, it, you know, in, people who maybe you would think like I wouldn't think that they would have a kid but like deciding like I'm gonna do this and make my family the way I want and maybe a different Mm -hmm. way than I was raised you know yeah or the opposite which is just like you know it's not for me so it is exciting yeah I agree Um, and I and I really love what you said about like people that aren't parents being really important in in your life too it's like growing up like I had a a hard relationship with both of my parents but like my grandmother my aunt my two best friends moms like I called them on Mother's Day you know and it's like those people mean the fucking world to me and they they shaped me more than you know certain at certain points in my life than my parents ever did yeah it's like being able to be that in somebody else's life you have different relationships yeah and I love being an aunt so much I love being an aunt I love it. I got to go to Minnesota and my niece is, you know, 16 Mm -hmm. and was like, and she looks like uh, an anime character. She wears like Jinkos and giant sweatshirts that say like hands off my tools and my daughter. And, you know, (laughs) (laughs) she rules. I love it. Um, Like she just is like a big triangle. And she was like, can we go prom dress shopping? And I was like, what? Like, I feel like isn't that lame? Yes. She's like, no, I got to ask her prom. I'm going. I was like, what? We went to Macy's and it was like a teen movie moment. She like opened the door. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. what? She's like, oh, whatever. Uh, and it was just so good. And I like, texted my sister. I was like, don't you want to do this? And she was like, fuck no. 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 Yeah, that's for no, you. No. That's, that's ant time. time. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, she was like, take a video. Send it to me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like, I mean, like, I, um, there's this program that I'm, like, obsessed with in LA called Young Storytellers that mm-hmm. I volunteered with last semester, and I try to do what I can with them, and, like, where you work with kids, and you, like, teach them how to write a script, and then professional mm-hmm. actors come and, like, act out their script, and it's really fun, and I don't know, like, I don't think that if I had my own kids, I would have that would be as gratifying for me because not having yeah. kids and just being an aunt, I'm like, oh, this is so, I really, I mean, one thing that I think is so cool, but it really feels like you're impacting these kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't think that I would have the inner dear bandwidth to do that if I was a mom. Yeah, you, you wouldn't. So you I wouldn't. I, I, would ne- I would never do something like that. Like, and it sounds you know? wonderful. Yeah. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. But I'd be like, well, I got these ones. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Yeah. They say it takes a village yeah. to raise people. And for a very long time, that That's is how like it, how yes. it happened, how it was. Yes. Like pre-French Revolution, like the, the nuclear family did not exist. Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it's very, it's very, very unnatural. And then people are like, why am I so miserable? Like in a marriage, like trying to, you know, raise children in isolation with just this one person to rely on. It's like, because it sucks. Yeah. That's not the way we're meant to be. We're pack animals. Well, and I I really just, I mean, I want more than anything to know how it's going to affect my brand. Yeah. And like, I think the stock would go up. 
It would. Yeah, I mean, I would like to. I would like to, you know, come to the podcast and totally alienate everyone else every time by only talking about my kids. So that's really what I'm trying. And it would be great for you to finally get a comedy special as a fully pregnant woman. Yes, yes, Yes. that is. I need to. I will say, Ali Wong's pregnant special is one of the funniest things I've ever. Oh, oh, she has two pregnant specials. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, they're they're phenomenal. It's just funny that that's like the only <laughs> way that they give uh, a lot of women comedy specials. Yeah, yeah. And then and then once you are a mom, yeah. it's like that should be your identity. And mm-hmm. yes. like when I, I like do public speaking or whatever, and people will say like mm-hmm. in my bio, it sneaks in like, and I'm I'm like I'm not here to be a mom right now. Like I not yeah. like I not like I'm a yeah. but you know what I mean. It's like I've yeah. never seen a man be introduced to me and a father maybe Jim Gaffigan you know like <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know exactly. and a dad. Can yeah. you believe it? It's just it's mm-hmm. such a strange thing. Um, I Nora, my only real question is when's the last time you slept in? Oh, I kind of a lot. Um, I do have. I, <laughs> oh, okay, good. I have. Good, 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 good. Just I and I sure always like. I Ralph was a snoozer. Literally, like oh, life is falling nice. apart. That baby would sleep till like eight in the morning, nine in the morning. Like mm. I would be like, oh my god, is he, look, he's fine. He's just sleeping. Um, and my husband wakes up at five a.m. because our youngest is a monster and literally wakes up with the sun, even with blackout curtains. Oh my god! Wakes up wow. and comes in and is like right here right next to your yeah. face. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And he'll go over to his dad and his dad will wake up. And so I will sleep until the very last minute that I am physically required mm-hmm. for a task. And that is a privilege because my husband does not just like carry his load. He carries the whole freaking load. I have not unloaded a dishwasher, folded wow. a, yes. a piece of laundry, wow. Wow. set a table, cleared a table. Like it's probably bad. It's like fifties housewife level almost. So like I probably it's should. It, we're due as a, you know, we're due, we're due. Yeah. I know everyone's wrong. Like yeah. you're paying for everything your grandmothers did not get to do. Okay. Yeah. You had your time out it out in the world and now you will be domesticated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's like the gentlest, like kindest man in the world and i think yeah like, of course he like is that. yeah because yeah, he's yeah, yeah. doing yeah that's what he's doing yeah. and he'll like text me and it's <laughs> crazy how sexist people are they're like my sister-in-law is a doctor and my brother is a stay-at-home dad and people are like what does he do and i'm like he stays at home with their three kids yeah, yeah. Full-time, while she's full-time a doctor choice. like yes. if he was the doctor <laughs> nobody would be asking what she does no 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 or being yeah. like oh uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, I do have, I think, some pr- a practical tip for this listener and maybe anyone else. I read this in a blog recently, and I found it really helpful. If you're trying to wrestle with a big decision, first, give yourself a little bit of time to try not to think about it at all. Like, mm. just completely let it go for, like, at least a week or two. Just truly give yourself permission to, like, not even try to suss it out. Then, once you've done that, make the decision one way or the other. And live with it for like a couple of days mm. and just like observe how you don't even it's not even like you're going back and forth for those couple of days you've made the right. decision. Then do it with the opposite decision and just like see how you felt with both options. Yeah. Also, it's it's a little cliche, but like if you guys don't have a pet, see how you co-parent a pet together before, you know, making any true yeah. decisions about that, too, because a pet will like, you know, even you and a cat will like take your a level of independence away from you. Yes. You oh my God. A dog. Yeah. I would, I will yeah. say See what you value. Yeah. Kind dogs of, might even like, be more. Cause it's like, you can't just leave. You can't leave a cat either, but like yeah, yeah. you can travel with yeah. kids. You can't travel with a dog. You know, like you can't take a dog on a flight. I, I, I think mm-hmm. you can maybe, but 
people really don't like it. I've only done it once. It's really, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're not going to be, you can't just jet off and do whatever you want. But uh, that's really good advice. I mm-hmm. also wonder for this listener and any other, go to your doctor and just see if you can, you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Cause Cause that might just clear up some of the decision-making process for you. And if it is mm-hmm. going to be a huge path of resistance and that might be a big nope for you. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if IUI hadn't worked, I would not have Ralph because spending $40,000 to have a baby was not financially viable. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's really good advice. Oh, that's too. great advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let us know if you do have a kid, name it after all four of oh us. God, yes. I think. <laughs> yeah, combine thing. all of our names, please. <laughs> yeah. And if you, yeah. and honestly, here's another. Oh, wow. And now, now it's all hitting me. No, here's, no, here's the thing think about who would watch the baby while you work because daycare was conservatively like $450 a month or a week. Yeah. Sorry, a week, not a month. No, that's a week. Yeah, a week. I, was saying, yeah. um, <laughs> I was like, damn, you got yeah. cheap daycare. <laughs> yeah. So I, cause I just left him yeah. at home. He was, um, <laughs> just with some cereal um, and video games. Yeah. He, yeah. So it was, so imagine like, put that away, see if you can live without yeah. it. Um, and also I was like, oh, I mean, I guess somehow we did live without it. It was bleak, but I was like, wow, if I've been saving $450 a week for a year, uh, what? Like, (laughs) (laughs) right? you know? Yeah. I mean, it is good to practically sit down and say like, you know, this would be the cost of like having a kid again. Yeah. Am I ready for that? The economics of a child in America, it's a pricey. Yeah. I I mean, I, yeah, I went back right away with Ralph because as soon as like the short-term disability expired, which was, Mm -hmm. you know, at 60% of your pay, um, I had to. And then uh, with our youngest, I literally went to work like two days later. Shit. Wow. Because yeah. I was about to launch the podcast and it was, yeah. I was like an outsider. I was like, a, they'd never made a public radio podcast with like someone who didn't work in public radio. And I just knew in my heart th- this, they're not going to, if, if I show a sign of weakness, I also didn't tell anyone I was pregnant, like just really insane stuff. Because I was like, if anyone knows, like they're going to, like, the small like amount of momentum I have, it's going to disappear yeah. and this just won't be a thing. It just won't be a thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll just bring, I'll, it's not a big deal. I had a baby. I'm like gushing blood. I'll sit in a studio uh, and hope he doesn't like make a noise or anything. Insane. Yeah. Insane. That's um, beast whew. mode as fuck. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And it's also like contract <laughs> work, right? It's like, it's like if yes. you're self-employed, it's like, but okay, that's well. The reality. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is like, I think that's good practical advice to think through. Like what you have a baby next December, what is going to be your plan in January? Yeah. How long will you be mm-hmm. able to afford to be out of work? Are you going to be able to work from home? Also, I yeah. think a mistake a lot of that's made with a lot of my mom friends that work from home oh. is that they don't need childcare. It's can yes, you, you do. You need yes. to make sure you have childcare yes. in place because you're not going to get any work done. Yeah. I have a little sign on this door that says um, quiet for when I'm recording, which means don't come in or knock. Mm-hmm. Um, our youngest will be like, I can't read. I'm like, dude, you know what that signs means? <laughs> like, he'll just like yeah, open yeah. the door. I'm like, <laughs> it's one word. Mom, I can't you know read. I can't read. <laughs> like, yeah, you're five. You could read this. Yeah, <laughs> learn, learn. Some. <laughs> uh, yeah, you need you need childcare. You really do. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, America's the worst. You know, but yeah, yeah. You know, so 
That's why I'm like shocked at how many of my friends are having children because I'm like, wait, I thought that like we weren't doing this. And so I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's good. You guys are doing it. So maybe you'll make a better future. And it's like a small bit of like, you know, when you look big picture, you're like, everything is terrible. And then when you look at like just a small little like keyhole of the world, Mm -hmm. which I think is what babies are and children are, it's like a little keyhole where you're like, oh, but you know, today our kid was getting his cast off and he said, wave goodbye to my cast. And I said, oh, bye cast. And he goes, Gerald. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. like (laughs) That's that's so funny. You know, I'm like, yeah. So, you know, it's just, yeah. What a decision though. And I, I just, I'm, I'm so proud of this listener for considering herself in the equation. Yeah, that's really cool. Nobody else is going to in this society. Yeah, I didn't think about any of that. I didn't think about how it affect me or my life at all. Yeah, you didn't. That's why. <laughs> no, I was like, Aaron should be a dad. I guess, like you said, you were just like, yeah, it's happening. yeah. Aaron should be a dad, yeah, yeah. and I want like a piece of him, no matter what. And mm-hmm. like, how hard can it be? Like, dumb people do it all the time. Like, I truly, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think for a long time, I made the case for like not looking at all before you leap. Um, and I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure that that opinion is all over the internet somewhere. I'm sure I was like, who gives a shit? Like, what's the worst that gets so many bad things can happen. <laughs> like, so, yeah, many. Yeah. so yeah. many, so many, so many, so many. Oh yeah, totally. Well, anyway, well, Nora- um, <laughs> Thanks for no, having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Where where can people find your creative babies? Oh, I am the uh, I'm the host of a podcast called Terrible. Thanks for asking. It's a narrative interview, and it's not always the worst thing, but it is. You know, we've got a niche. We've got a niche. Um, and I am the author of several funny books about bad things, hard things, sad things. Um, and so my next collection of essays is out in October, and it's called Bad Vibes Only. And, uh, <laughs> and then my, my Instagram is Nora Borealis, which is not my last name. It is a play on the Northern lights. And the number of people who know that is very small, very small. The number really? of the I, number, I saw an event in, immediately, the number immediately. of people who are like, I couldn't find your book and then send me a screenshot Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> saying it says you've never written a book. I'm like, mm, wow. Yes, 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 mm. yes, yes. The number of people who have known me in real life. And think that's my last name. Wow. I'm like, we went to college together. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. People are wild. People are wild. Well, thank you so much. It's been so oh, fun. Thank you for having you. me, Katie. Thank You're you for awesome. inviting me. Bye, Dad. Thanks, Bye. everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Three, two, three, six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hi, ladies. Uh, I was just listening to one of your episodes and it just popped in my head of when Brandy says, hell yeah. I just thought of the Harley Quinn cartoon show that's on HBO Max. There's a character named Kite Man, and his catchphrase is basically, hell yeah. And I just thought that that would be perfect. <laughs> and I think that you guys should definitely watch it because now that's one of my new favorite things. I just imagine Brandy dressed as Kite Man just to say, hell yeah. Hi, ladies. This is Elizabeth. Um, I was just listening to episode 477, Bar Mitzvah Mosh Pit, um, and you were talking about how you thought that Alan Cumming was only in Josie and the Pussycats, um, and he, in fact, also is in the Spice Girls movie, um, icon legend star that he is. So just an important correction I wanted to throw out there. 
And I do think Josie and the Pussycats is still highly relevant. Um, I like to call it my favorite anti-capitalist film. I thought you'd enjoy. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.